right, welcome back to Blair and Barker. On Sportsnet 590, the fans, Sportsnet 360, a reminder that Kevin and myself will be on Blue Jays Talk following tonight's game. So call us up after the Jays Athletics game. And we're out for about 45 minutes, depending on when the game ends. We'll take your calls. We've had some really good interaction with fans uh, the last three nights. Billy from Markham last night, man. Was, Billy Billy came on. He was loaded. I tried to, I tried to, you know, he, he dropped the line about how the Jays' defense is slipshod. I said, okay, okay, hang on. Now, now hang on. Yeah, hang on. I mean, I love you, Billy. But, I mean, I can't. But we had a nice, we had hey, a nice I, discussion. I think he was being specific about Lourdes. He was saying he didn't like the way he was playing Anyhow. defense and throwing the ball all, all over the place, and he should have made that play last night. So you can call us after the game. And uh, and as always, we also do Barker's back leg bits on Blair and Barker. You can follow me on social media, SN Jeff Blair. DM me with questions for Barker. We'll turn over that part of the show to Kevin. Today, we are going to be taking your calls at 416-870-0590, star 590 on your cell. We're on Sportsnet 360. If you want to call in from across the country, numbers are toll-free, 888 And if you're in Manitoba, look, you're probably tired as hell of shoveling. So if you want to talk a little baseball, we're here for you. We're here for you. And, uh, or, and Saskatchewan and Northwestern Ontario as well. The numbers are 416-870-0591, 590 star 590. We want to talk about the Jays lineup and we'll ask you the question we had. We asked Ben Wagner uh, with Teoscar Hernandez gone. How would you, how would you arrange the Jays lineup? Maybe you're happy with the way it is right now. I'm not saying you're going to react to one game. I don't think I don't think you necessarily should, but there will be a discussion surrounding the possible move of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. into the second spot. So we will uh, we'll take your comments on that, your calls on that, and anything anything that tickles your fancy when it comes to baseball. The Oakland Athletics come into tonight, come into tonight's game against the Blue Jays, riding a high. They have the third best run differential in the American League. Played the Tampa Bay Rays tough, and we all know how. Difficult that is. Look, the the Oakland Athletics, uh, a lot of people looked at the Athletics and the moves they made in the offseason, trading Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, uh, you know, looking to offload pitching. A lot of people looked at the Athletics and we're, we're used to them being the little engine that that could. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people looked at them and said, this is the little engine that ain't going to leave the shop this year. Well, mm-hmm. the Athletics do have a tendency to surprise us, don't they? Kevin Smith is the Oakland Athletics third baseman. Of course, he was a former Toronto Blue Jay, very popular member of the AAA Buffalo Bisons. We had a lot of people on social media reach out when they knew that Kevin Smith was coming on and said, give him a shout uh, from from the folks in Buffalo. He uh, was traded to the A's for Matt Chapman, and we're very pleased that he joins us in Blair and Barker. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome welcome back to Toronto. Um, what was your reaction when the trade happened after, you know, after a lockout, because I think a lot of people thought the Blue Jays were going to make some moves. You've got the lockout that kind of extends the off season a little bit. Um, what was your reaction like when you show up at camp and this deal is made? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, it was definitely a whirlwind, like you said, man, we we're sitting at home in Nashville. And then, you know, one day we, we finally strike a deal. We're going to have a season. So we get up and, and move to Florida in about 12 hours. And then we get there for two days. And then we learned that we're traded over to uh, to the West Coast. So we packed up and moved to Arizona that night. Had to get into camp early. We only about two weeks until the season. So 
Um, with an already shortened camp, it felt <laughs> a hell of a lot shorter after you uh, after you get traded. But yeah, that day was crazy, man. We saw the trade went through. Um, it was actually posted on MLB Network um, before we found out about it. Just that Chapman had been traded to the Jays, and we didn't know the return package. So uh, we were all just kind of hanging out in the clubhouse before spring training. Uh, waiting to go out the stretch, and then um, obviously right before the day started, um, once the physicals went through and everything, uh, they came and grabbed us. So uh, definitely a crazy day. I was out on a flight to uh, to Arizona to meet up with a new team and then try to get as comfortable as I could before the season about four hours later. Yeah, it, now you're trying to make a team. That, that's my question is, how, how hard was that when you know you got traded and now it's the reality of – I got to figure out how to make this team. Was there something you really honed in on defensively, offensively, that would give you an advantage there? No, I mean it all happened so quick. Like I said, I was I was getting ready to go out with a uh, a training day with the with the Jays, and then you know five minutes later, you're trying to schedule your flight and figure out how to get uh, a fiance and the, and the little dog across the country to Arizona as quick as we could. Uh, like I said, I flew out four hours uh, after I knew the trade trade was down, and I talked to the A's. So I was fired up to get over there. Like I said, I only had two weeks to make to make the team and, and to get to know everybody. So uh, we got out there quick, and you know, it didn't change anything, man. Like like I said, you know, they they traded for me, and, and they wanted me for a reason. So I think you know, changing what you do and who you are um, wouldn't be the best the best opportunity. So just went out there and and, and did what I do and, and played some good defense, try to put some good swings on the ball, and. Uh, I'm happy to go to the club. Yeah, what's been some challenges trying to figure out how to be, you know, a, a big league third baseman? Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, playing short my whole life. Obviously, the last two, three years with, you know, 2020, being at the alt site, um, that helped me a lot. Just just being able to work on different positions, obviously, just being ready for anything the Jays needed throughout the year, um, whether it was COVID or injuries, whatever it was. So, you know, I really started to hone in on third there. And then obviously last year, you know, third was kind of that, that open spot. So working at third a lot in the off season, um, not knowing that, that this would happen actually helped me out a bunch uh, going into the season. Um, and I was able to just kind of go out to Arizona and continue my work that I've been doing at third, at second, at short. I'm um, trying to get comfortable, you know, with all those positions as much as I could. So um, I was thankful for the work that I put in in the off season, kind of seeing something like this on the horizon, making sure that I was, you know, comfortable in different spots. And then obviously only having two weeks uh, now in Arizona, uh, that benefited me. Now, Kevin, the athletics are known for doing, uh, doing things a certain way. Um, they, they have been, you know, obviously money ball. I mean, it, it's, it's almost part of the baseball, baseball culture now. Um, what differences early days, I get all that, but what differences have you noticed between how the A's go about their business and how the Jays go about their business? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very similar, you know. Um, obviously, the Blue Jays are spending a little money right now, um, so that's, that's different as far as, you know, what we're doing versus what they're doing. But as far as, you know, day-to-day business, um, it's been very similar. You know, like my work has been the same. Um, what I do pre-game has been the same. Kind of how I go about my day has been the same. Um, they really just want you to be, you know, who you are. When I got there, they, they asked me what my routines were, what I like to do pregame, what I like to do on off days, how I get ready for different positions. Um, and so that was really cool to hear just, just them, you know, welcoming whatever I already kind of was accustomed to what I had been working for five years at with the Jays, kind of my routine and how I go about my business. So um, they're similar to that, you know, with the Jays, our early work and, and how I, how I get ready for games and, and how I get ready in spring training was all very similar. So, um, that definitely helped, especially with only having two weeks, like I said, before the season out in Arizona to get to know everybody, the coaching staff. 
um, all the players and, and kind of jive with the team. But, um, you know, it's been, it's been very similar. Like I said, it's only been three weeks for me, so uh, I can probably give you a better answer in a year or so. We're, we're trying to just uh, do everything as quick as possible to get, uh, to get our feet wet with each other and, um, and to get this thing going. But, you know, overall, it's been great, man. The coaches are awesome. I love the organization. Um, the team has been really fun. Honestly, we've been playing really well. So uh, it's been a great ride so far. Kevin, how do you think you've grown offensively? Oh man, that's a loaded question right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's you know ten years of work, mm-hmm. honestly, uh, um, put into just just every year trying to see how I can improve, what I can do to get better, what I can do to help the team more, be be a more balanced hitter, um, and then you know just just trying to work at that every day. You know, not letting the results of one, two, five, ten games get in the way of that kind of looking at the bigger picture and, and where I'm trending towards and, and trying to remind myself every day, if I just kind of keep my routine and, and stick with a couple of things that I know have worked for me and um, the things over the last, you know, 10, 20 years that I've, that I've kind of tried and, and stuff that didn't work, stuff that did work and really just trying to narrow my path as much as I can to, to be as a consistent hitter. Um, that's kind of what I work, work at day in and day out, not trying to do too much, not trying to do different things, just really, you know, focus on my process, my routine before the game to get locked in, focus on the pitcher and executing a plan um, and just kind of letting the rest take care of itself. And I think that's, that's something that I've, I've learned, you know, in the last couple of years that I didn't really have, you know, five, ten years ago uh, through college or through the minors, um, just trying to tweak things and knowing that I had, you know, more in a tank. And now it's more about just staying as consistent as possible and, and sticking to the things that you know work for you and then kind of letting – 162 play out and see where you are at the end of the year now i saw the uh the inside the, or the little league home run by christian pache you were on first base uh i'm looking for it i obviously we saw him a little bit with atlanta watching him on tv but this dude likes he looks like he's so much fun kevin and uh and i noticed you he he doesn't he doesn't take it slow around the bases does he no man he's He's a lot of fun. I uh, Obviously, he got traded over there from the Braves this offseason, so when I showed up, I knew him just a little bit. Um, I think he actually robbed a home run in the Florida State League from me. Huh. Uh, I played with him a couple I played with him a couple years and um, or against him for a couple years. I think he was out in the Fall League or, or somewhere else where I met him a couple times. So uh, I was new, and he was new over there, so it's been fun to get to know him, and um, we hang out a bunch. And He's just fun, man. He always makes me laugh. He's, uh, he's always high energy. How he is in the field is just like how he is off the field. And um, he's a fun guy to have on your team, man. He's exciting to watch play. I love watching him play. He's, he's, uh, he's 100%, 100% of the time. He's just like crazy out there in center field. So uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see the excitement that he brings. He's so young. He's going to be a really good player. Um, and I'm really happy that he's on my team now. Kevin, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Again, welcome back to Toronto. We really appreciate you doing this. And stay healthy and have a, have a great season. Good luck. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Take care. It's Kevin Smith of the Oakland Athletics. Do you see that? Kiermaier bobbles the ball. Kevin yeah, Smith yeah. is on first base after single. He gets home. Pache is amazing. He is so much fun to watch. And, and you know, it's interesting. When, when the, the Smith deal was made, um, the Athletics said, hey, he's a guy that we've had an eye on mm-hmm. for, for, for a couple of years. He's a guy that we started following in the Midwest League. And then we saw what he did last year. And there were a lot of people I know. Keith Law was on, uh, was on uh, uh, the Fan Morning Show a little earlier. He really had Kevin Smith rated, rated highly. I mean, a lot of us think that, you know, you look at the prospects, you go Vladdy, Bo, and Moreno, and on, and on, and on. 
But a lot of people, a lot of other organizations looked at Kevin Smith and say, yeah, but that guy's still ready to play in the majors. Yeah, yeah. from what I'd heard, it's just a finished product. He was trying to figure it out, and Kevin touched on it a little bit there. He was just trying to find routines and, and you know, eliminate some stuff that wasn't working a little bit quicker so he could maintain what was working. That's the, what's hard about the big leagues is, you know, as, as advanced as, as they are about – we saw Vladdy last night, how they pitch him. And you think about a Kevin Smith, and, you know, he's trying to figure out how to take a position at third base – get his feet wet, wet and trust from an organization, a manager, and the players around him to, to not only play every day on a team and also perform offensively. Offensively is going to be the question. Yeah. Right? Well, the leg kick, the you know, the, he's got some power. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's line-to-line power. It's more of right center to left field line power. Isn't he the type of guy, though, you can see having a really establishing with himself with Oakland? And going on to have a, maybe, a, a a career, maybe I know he's gotten off to a, to a slow start. He's going to have to perform to play. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark Kotze is going to he's going to push him a little. He's going to tell him, you know, we got to see some some advancement here day to day. Right? It, you don't have to get hits all the time, right. but your bats got to get better. You got to be competitive. And when he was here, he wasn't competitive. Let's be honest. A couple of them were competitive. But for the most part, he wasn't. And that's the thing is most younger guys who go to different organizations. I went from that. I went from Milwaukee to San Diego. Now I went to the minor league level and I had a job. I was playing every single day. But it's about performing. Like you want to make a first impression. And he's sort of gotten off to a slow first impression. He had a good spring, impression. though. He had a, he had a good spring. I, yeah, you, that's, Taylor Saucedo had a good spring. Like it's, you got to, I don't say that in a bad way. I know. I know but you got to be, you know, it's it's one you're a starter, and now that other team, that other pitching coach is trying to get you out because he has to. You're an everyday player. That's the adjustment you have to make, and he's got tools. The tools are there. Now it's about can he, can he hit velocity? Can he lay off an elevated fastball? Simplify it. Start there. If one of those two things happen, he'll be in the big leagues for a little while. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. We are opening the phone lines right now ahead of tonight's game between the Athletics and the Blue Jays, the first of three games, 707 first pitch. Dalton Jeffries on the mound for the A's. Ross Stripling starting for the Blue Jays as the Jays go to a six-man rotation. Kevin and I have spoken about this a little bit. You can, uh, I'm fine with the six-man rotation, Kevin Needs to be sold on it. Talking about the Jays' lineup, last night it was Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Gurriel, Tapia, Kirk, Biggio, Espinel, Zimmer. There's going to be no Teoscar Hernandez for at least 10 days. Danny Jansen could be out for a month. We Nobody's panicking. The Jays are 4-3. The Yankees are 4-3. The Rays are 4-3. It's early days and all that good stuff. But uh, the, we know that the Jays, as an organization, we're kind of keen on having Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit second this year. He's hitting third, so obviously that isn't the way things turned out. And, and we're asking the question, we'll ask you the question as well. What do you do with this lineup? You're not going to have Teoscar as your cleanup hitter for about a week. Those are You're playing Oakland, Boston, and Houston during that time. Uh, what do you do? You had Lourdes Gurriel Jr. last night in the cleanup spot. I've been very clear. I think... You've got to move Laddie to the second spot. I don't know what you do in the third hole, but I, I've got to have, I, I think maybe you just have to go Springer. I would like to see Springer, Guerrero, Bichette. That's what I would like to see. Although I, if you want to put Guriel third and have Bichette hit cleanup. Who's your best three hitters? It's Springer, Guerrero, and Bichette. That's yeah. who you put one, two, three. However you want to 
move him around. Again, a lot of this is going to be determined on how Vladdy feels. Yep. Whether whether we want to hear that and whether we think it's silly or not, it's not silly to him. Eddie in Fort Erie. What is up, Eddie? Hey, guys. How's it going? Going well. Going well. Uh, you want to talk about Espinal hitting second? Yeah. Um, I wanted to take you back to uh, a conversation that I had with you guys about having, like, when I said to you um, when the Tapia trade took place that I said about uh, having an extra uh, uh, leadoff hit in the number nine spot. And that was kind of like an old schoolish thing. And I'm kind of an old schoolish guy when it comes to lineups. I always like the number two guy as a bit of a, um, a contact hitter in a way, you know what I mean? Like try to like move like station to station, Springer to mm-hmm. uh, third. So I would like to see um, uh, Espinal bat second because he has that contact ability to uh, hit the ball of the gaps and you can move Springer over to uh, third and then you you can have a choice of uh, pitching to Vladi or do you want to pitch to Bichette, you know, that kind of a thing. And as far as the rest of the lineup goes, I would have uh, uh, after uh, Guriel, then I would have uh, Vladi third, Bo fourth, as you said, have Guriel fifth and have Kirk uh, bat sixth and then Chapman seventh and then whoever is going to be the eight, nine hitters, you can figure that out along the way. So um, I would like to see that. I don't know if it'll happen tonight, but that's kind of like my, my thinking on that. Yeah. You, know? you know, I think Eddie, the, the, the thing that the, the thing that Kevin and I have spoken about is you want to get as many at bats as possible for your best hitters. And mm-hmm. I, I think in order to do that, you have to have Vladdy, in the second spot. I mean, the numbers just show that you get that you get more at bats. Look at last night's game. The closer came in for the Yankees, was having a bad little outing there. You would you Eddie, you'd be okay with Espy walking up with the bases loaded instead of Bo or Vladdy. Well, I, I also think that uh, you know uh but again it goes back to what I said about Espy. He's been having great at bats. I know he's been having a little bit of a dry spell, but he's been having great at bats and that's why he's getting a lot of the playing time as well. I mean, we, where where was seen Biggio last night and pinch run? You know, that's that's how I look at it. But you know what? That's just me. You have your yep. saying about where should Vladdy bat. So that's yep. just me. I'm yep. not saying it's gonna happen, but if it does and and if it works out then more power, I guess. Yeah, no, th- thanks for the call, Eddie. And, you know, look, as, as Santiago Espinal, uh, I mean, we, we, had, we had a call on Blue Jays talk last night about Kevin Biggio. Look, I love Kevin Biggio as much as the next person. Uh, but I just, and I know we talk about second bases being a platoon of quasi. I don't think it's a platoon anymore. Like, I think Santiago Espinal is your second base. I think it is. I, I still think it's a, a platoon. I, I, I think they're going to give both of those guys an opportunity. Again, we haven't seen Santiago Espinal play five days a week. We how, he played a lot how, last how, year. How People that, don't realize how much he played last year. Yeah, I, I guess. But the, the circumstances are a little different when you're starting a season and you're the everyday guy and you're expected to get off to good starts to keep your job. I, look, I, li- I like him. I, he's a, a really good defender. He can play third. He can play short in a, in a, you know, a tight spot. He can play second, obviously. Look, would, would I want him hitting second? I, you know, I, no, not for me. Like, I want my best guys up front, and I don't want SB taking it at bat way in the first inning from Bo or Vladdy. Like, I just – that, yeah, just, the, the, that the, doesn't the make your lineup is... or your team that much better. Now, no. I'd like SB at, at hitting ninth. I like him getting on base. He can go first to home. I like that. But we talked about with this lineup being essentially two players short, you need – to figure out how to maximize the offense you're going to get. And I don't think you can get too cute with it. I'm with you that my, my sort of area where I might be a little different is 
I don't know. I mean, if I'm hitting both third, I understand this idea is to get Guerrero more at bats. You like Bo hitting? I guess it doesn't matter. Bo's behind Vladdy. Vladdy's going to get. It's yeah, going to offer him a little bit of protection. I I guess you can't get too fine. You, you yeah, can't you can't overthink it, right? That's, that's you can't. That's well said. And you you know, Dan O'Dowd came on here yesterday. I think it was yesterday, and said, "Don't don't panic." When yeah. you start panicking and and moving people around because one one guy but doesn't that, that matter? Danny Jansen, the bottom of your lineup. You know, he gotten off to a hot start. But mainly, we're talking about this because of Teoscar. Sure, sure. So you you're you're you can't disrupt everybody else's routines to make up for one guy. It's not Vladdy's fault that Teoscar got hurt. It's not Bo's fault that Teoscar right. got hurt. You're right. You know, Lourdes now all of a sudden you got he's got a lot of pressure to protect Vladdy. That's not fair. For me, he's not capable of doing that. You're right. Like, you see, you know, you, you get a good pitch to hit. You stay short and compact because you have bat-to-ball skills. You'll have success. Are you there to protect Vladdy? That's a lot to ask. Jeff in Toronto, you're uh, you're concerned about the roster depth this, despite the players that, uh, that the Jays brought in. We, again, we had a caller last night in Blue Jays talk who said, I, I'm already tired of seeing Tapia and Zimmer. Why don't we bring guys up from the minors and, and – yeah. What do you What do you hey, think? Jeff, let me ask you this, Jeff. Let me ask you a simple question. It's good to hear Eddie from Fort Erie. It's like the old days uh, from your morning. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We got to get Eddie. Um, we didn't let Eddie do his. He usually does a poem at the start of the year. I was thinking about Clifton it. We need Clifton too. We need Clifton. Guess too. who's on line? Guess who's Guess who's on hold right now? There you go. <laughs> anyway, Clifton, Clifton, when we come back from the break, will be on. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Trading Richick. I don't know if there was money. I don't know what. But would he not be a better fit than the two we picked up in this craziness? We have such a short bench. And, you know, know I gamble, right? And and Mm -hmm. you know that when everybody says they love the Jays, they're going to the World Series, everyone's on them. I'm going the other way, okay? This team is flawed. You guys know it and I know it, okay? And let me ask you this. Manoa's a stud, absolutely. Are you happy truly with the starting pitchers? I say three of them are scary, okay? Three of them are scary. If somebody gets hurt, who are you bringing in? Who do you have? Strickland, really? Who are you bringing in if we got two pitchers hurt? We got nobody in the system as far as pitching, okay? And again, our bench... I mean, you got a guy playing second base who would really be a great utility player. Well, I don't. Okay? I'm not certain. Who are you talking about, Espinal? I'm talking about Espinal. Okay, all right. I can't say his name. Yeah, no, I thought you were. Okay. I, I thought you were talking about uh, no. about Biggio for a minute. Here, here, no, here, no. Here's the but thing Biggio about Biggio is a utility guy too. Okay. Yeah. But you don't really have a strong. I mean, it would have been great if we had Bird. But no, we didn't get keep him. I'm not sure what happened there. Well, uh, there he... are guys that were there that we don't seem to have. And, and, you know, they did a good job, but you got to look at the fine print. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not that confident. You know me. And I'll tell you what. I, I don't, I, Guerrero, listen, he's a stud, obviously. But if you really look at this lineup, it, it, you know, Bo is great. But, you know, these kids are young. And, and you know, they, they're Jeff, told that you they cannot, got the honestly, You cannot honestly tell me. Yes. You cannot honestly tell me that you have an issue with Bo and Vladdy. No, 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 no issue. No issue. But they're young. But that's two guys. That's two guys. You need to win with nine. Wow. Um, there's a lot There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, you know, Randall Gritchick, 
the Jays needed to add a little balance to the lineup off the bench. They needed to get some left-handed bats. They just they needed hitters who profile different. Not even lefty or righty. They got Randall Grichik's what Randall Grichik is a slightly worse example of everything else they have. You think Randall was here? He'd be hitting cleanup. No, not a chance. Then in there hell. you go. So what? I don't. You know, he he'll he's a guy that could run into twenty-five homers. He'll hit two thirty. His own base percentage would be somewhere in the two eighty range. Like I, yeah, uh, no, I, I was a fan because he could play center and he would do anything they ask him to do. You give him credit for that, right? But he's got a lot of all or nothing, and they're trying to eliminate a little bit of that. Now, do you like the both both the lefties Zimmer and and Tapia? But you know Tapia, I don't mind that. Like no, he, I'm I'm he's I'm, okay. He's got a level swing. I don't mind that. He's not going to hurt their team. Like is he going to carry their team for a week? Absolutely not. But he's not going to hurt their team. He gives them. He gives Tapia gives them something they don't have. Zimmer plays a really good defensive center field. At least that's his reputation. I, I yeah, I'm with you. Randall Grichik, if he's here and Teoscar Hernandez is hurt, he's not hitting cleanup in this team. He's still hitting sixth, maybe. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, although it wasn't a priority, they did save a little money next year on Randall Grichik, and that money will be redistributed. But I mean, I, I honestly, I have when those deals were made, I, it didn't even occur to me that. I mean, I I just thought they made an inordinate amount of sense, and I, I, think- I still do now. Now. Now, I will not say that after the deals were made at any point that I stand up and go, yeah, God damn, you know what I want? I want Tapia and Zimmer in the lineup for a week at the same time. (laughs) I want to see them in the lineup every day. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I'm okay with them off the bench. I think they give Charlie a few more options. Tapia gives them that blinding speed. And, you know, as as far as the pitchers go, I mean, there isn't a team in baseball that is going to be in the – playoffs if both of its if two starters get hurt and you know i don't know manoa barrios and, and gosman i'm fine with them i am too i'm i'm fine with them it's the two lefties kikuchi and ryu realistically about. kikuchi and ryu i need one of them to be good yeah as long as one of them is good or okay i can figure out the other thing i can figure out how to how to handle it but man i i uh yeah that this you know if two pitchers go down we're in trouble well yeah seeing the yanks so, So's everybody so else. So's everybody else. Yeah. So's everybody else. Like, that's just that's just the way it is. It, it's it's um, you know you you can't you can't foresee everything, right? That's what Alex Anthopoulos talked about the, the trade deadline. You try to that's what the trade deadline's for is to add pieces you need to make you better. You can't do all of that in the off season because mm-hmm. guys are going to get hurt. They are going to get hurt. The question is, how do you react to that? When do you react to it? And right now, I'm yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with Toppy and Zimmer. You know, I may not feel that way at the trade deadline. I may not feel that way I'm, at the trade deadline, I'm, but but right I'm now gonna, I got no problem. I'm going to say if you walk up to Charlie and say, "Hey, you lost your cleanup hitter, your right fielder, you lost your starting catcher, you're four and three, you're going home." What do you think he'd say? Mm. I'm okay with. that. I think I'm okay with that. A split yeah. a series against the Yankees. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. Clifton, don't go anywhere. We'll get the after the break. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, the fan, Sportsnet 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with J.D., Blake, and Alish. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
707 will be the first pitch tonight from the Rogers. It's 707 or 710. Why don't I just say 7 o'clock? Because that's not right. <sighs> I had someone ask me, why do they start games at odd times like that? I think it's just for TV. and I mean, everything's for TV. We're on TV. Shout out to my mom. I know she's watching. Nice. Shout out to Kevin's dad. I know he's watching online. No, he can't watch. Oh, he can't watch. Well, I tried. The U.S. They've, they've what are they geo blocked us or something? My dad's standing up with an antenna. A little higher, honey. <laughs> I knew it could reach the Canada. Let me put a... Uh, let I already me, have. Let me put a let me put a clothes hanger. Let me put a wire up. Trying there. to get the great minds behind that window to try and figure it out. Anyhow, the reason I uh, shout out to my mom and uh, all of those folks in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and Northwestern Ontario, they got hammered. Some places they were seeing as much as fifty centimeters of snow. Wow. Right. But anyhow, you heard that uh, Buck Buck very I was very happy. Buck gave a shout out to the folks in uh, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Northwestern Ontario during the the telecast so i thought that was good because yeah i've i've been in an april snowstorm Ugh. it's not fun nope you know what is fun though what's that clifton and etobicoke what's up clifton <laughs> long time no speak we got to do this more often yes sir no that is true that is true yeah long time listener first time caller for this year <laughs> <laughs> um hey you want to uh you want to yeah. talk about the jay's dh position Yes, yes, yes. Listen, I, Eddie said he's an old schooler. I am an old, old schooler. <laughs> and Jeff, listen, I like when the designated hitter was actually a designated hitter. What do you mean, like an old 42-year-old broken-down guy, a little bit of a belly? Who hammers baseball. Yes, hammers baseball and drinks that. beer, right? Yeah. That's it. Hammers baseball drinks see, beer. That's right. You see, with those situations, Jeff, you're often getting a guy who accepts the role as a DH. And he comes to the ballpark every day prepared to be just that. Now, look, I understand, you know, like nowadays managers, you know, use the DH as a way of, you know, managing their lineup. But I think, you know, in, well, I guess it's, it's universal now, right? So I was going to say in the American League, that's a big spot, man. You know, like Springer doesn't want to be a DH. I'm sure Vladdy doesn't want to be a DH. Both maybe the same thing. So put someone who, you know, in there who is going to accept the role. Mm. And the guy I'm thinking about is Biggio. You know, this is one way of, we know that, you know, he's lost some of his luster. And here's a situation where I think he could come in knowing that he's going to the ballpark every day, he's going to play, and who knows, he might just strive in that position. I mean, I mean, nothing else Karnassi, has worked. Hmm? Nothing else has worked. Yeah, but so maybe this is it. That's what Remember I mean, when yeah. when Encarnacion was struggling? Because, you know, he had so much problem at, uh, at third base, and they moved him to the DH spot, and then, you know, he took off from there. Yeah. So, you know, like, I, I'm a big believer in that, man. Like, when you put people in positions that they, in specific roles that they accept, they'll work to improve, and, you know, it, it becomes better for everybody. You know, more production. Because as, as good as this lineup is, man, you know, like, 
you know all it takes is one key injury, and this could, you know, like throw everything into, you know, into chaos. So I believe that every position should be valued, and the DH right now I think is a, it's, it's like a waste. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Barker because he's the only one in the room who actually has DH'd. I, I'm, I am going to set it up, though, and, and Clifton, hold the line if you could. I'm going to set it up by saying one thing. The, one of the, the – again, this comes from somebody who hasn't played the game. But one of the things that I've never been able to figure out is when a manager says, we're going to ha- give a guy a day to DH to get him off his feet. I, I would – one of the things John Gibbons used to believe, and I, I believe this, and maybe this is old school, when you give a guy a day off, you give him a day off. Don't put your spikes on unless we're going 14 innings. Sit in the dugout. It's a day off. I don't think being a DH is a day off. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i pass it over to you, Kevin, and then Clifton, you can chime in as well, but I don't think it's a day off. Yeah, it is a day off. If you, if you, okay. ask, you well, ask to you a go. man, guys that run around on the field all the time, especially like an outfielder, like a guy that's a, a bigger in stature, okay. like, a, like a Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who occasionally they could get off on one side of the ball. They're going to DH him. He can go in, he can hit, you know, he can do whatever he does. And he can come in and sit in the dugout and only think about hitting. All right. That's what it is. You know, the, the only thing, Clifton, that's a, that's a decent thought about the Kevin Bishop because you're trying to just give him one thing to to think about. They have done that a little by just having him play second base. But for me, if you're going to have an everyday DH, he's got to be a guy that can carry your team. Got to be Nelson Cruz. Like he's got he's got to be the boomstick or somebody like, like that. It's wor- he's worthy of taking that day off or half a day off from somebody else because he's so good at hitting yeah. that we just have to have him in a lineup. And I just don't think Kevin Bishop is there yet. No, the reason why... The reason why I suggested Biggio, Kevin, it, you know, it's because, you know, like there's no one on the team right now, you know, like ideally you'd like to see them bring in someone at the trade deadline, like Jeff was saying, that's where you address some of your problems. But I'd like to see someone who accepts the role. That, that, that's mm, a major yeah. thing for me, someone who accepts the role. And before I, before I go, Kevin, I want to say this, because I, I was listening to, uh, to Billy and Markham the other day, like, you know, <laughs> like, criticizing the the way how you guys handle uh, i guess for the lack of criticism of the the the, the team mm-hmm. and you know i've always said this about you barker ever since you you know you became jeff's co-host here the thing i like about you man is like most of the things that you say you always let it be known that these are knowledge that you have acquired wisdom that you have acquired since departing the game. I love that. Jeff, who among us can't say we wish we knew then what we know now? Oh, hell yeah. And I love that about Barker. So, yeah. like, I was kind of, you know, I oh, was in okay. Billy, with Billy. Uh, Billy gets a red ass every now and then. Yeah, That's yeah. why we love him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I mean, I like Billy, too. Like, he's a gambler like me. But I thought, you know, that was that was a little bit unfair with you, especially you guys, especially yeah. you guys. Oh, we appreciate yeah. it. We you're, appreciate it, Clifton. You, Thanks, best, man. Clifton. You're the best. Thanks for calling. Take care. It's well, we, wisdom, Barbie. We, we got wisdom. You know, too. We are putting a lot of a lot of conversation into Kevin Bishop. Like we we are we have talked at least last night. We had maybe two. Was it two, two. callers? Yeah, talking about Kevin Bishop. Now we're talking about you know Clifton wants him to DH a little I, bit more. I, right? I get. I get. I get what Clifton is saying because this gets back to what we said about Danny Johnson. Danny, Danny Johnson. Danny Jansen. I won't. I don't have as much wisdom as you. So this gets <laughs> back true, to what we don't. were saying about Danny Jansen. This organization has seen its patience rewarded at times. 
And I'm, I understand why they are patient with Cavan. He's, he's an, he's been important, an important part of the, 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 the growth of, of this group. He's a khaki's dream. No, 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 I know. Yeah, the no, wall I, first mentality, no, 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 the no, taking I'm saying he's, an, he's, he's been, you know, he and Vladdy and Bo. I mean, they did that whole leadership program thing where they took them to the Navy SEALs. Uh, thing. This is a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cavan is kind of a part of that group. He was always sort of the older brother when they were in the minors. Yeah. So I get that. And, and I, I get what Clifton is saying as well. You've you kind of done everything else with this guy. Sure. So if you could go to Cavan and say, we're going to make you a DH, we basically want you to hit for power and draw walks. Do, I mean, obviously, yeah, you're not going to do it every game. But maybe, why not? Because, see, I don't – he's an okay second baseman, but I don't know if Cavan is – he, he's not going to be Ben Zobrist because he doesn't. he's not the same offensive player, and he's not as good at one position as Ben Zobrist was. I, I'm not going to beat up on Kevin Biggio. But I'm not hit, beating hit, up hit, on hit, him. I'm saying a baseball is hard, and him not having consistent playing time, it's like he had a couple uh, of days off, and he's facing that's a Sever, fair, that Severino, is a fair point. who throws a bazillion that, miles an hour. I mean, it's, it's, that like, is a fair point. it's like you're setting me up to fail. That like is, I, yes. I, I know who they gave off in Chapman and who had to play third, and that's why he's playing second. I get uh, it. But – I just that's a fair point. I, what what is what has told you or any fan of Kevin's that offensively he can give you what you want from him? That's the, the yeah. if you can realistically look yourself in the mirror and go, yeah, what I've seen, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, sometimes yes. I just sometimes Some, it's the, it's reality's hard. Sometimes your heart overrules your head. It it is it is hard it and, and I I just think they're where they're at as an organization and what they're trying to do this year, it's about winning. Squeeze Jeff in Oshawa, and he wants to talk about the bullpen. Yes, uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, I just have a question to ask you on, on both, uh, as far as how Atkins has constructed the bullpen, really the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought that this year we really needed to bring in swing and miss guys. I know, like, uh, with Pearson and with Merriweather, they're both, like, if they could do the job and stay healthy, they get electric stuff. But they haven't proven they could stay healthy and much less do the job. Like, I kind of thought that maybe Atkins could bring in, maybe I know he brought in Garcia, but possibly bringing in someone like a Joe Kelly, a, a Jake Diekman, uh, Kendall Graveman, guys that have uh, uh, swing and miss stuff that you need late in the game, uh, sort of like what the Yankees have, because they come in with such you know, uh, high velocity and all that. Uh, you know, Adam Simber is fine. Uh, I, I'm scared when he faces left-handed hitters, but he's a pitch-to-contact guy. And even Richards, he's somewhat pitch-to-contact. So I just wish that maybe Atkins could have brought in some more, like, swing-and-miss arms. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, don't think it was, I don't think it was for a lack of trying. Um, I will say this. The, I like the bullpen the way it is now much better than last year's bullpen. I think the Jays like Jimmy Garcia, and they think he can bring a certain amount of that. Yeah. But, but I, I, you know, Jeff, I think both of us in this room have been pretty clear. I would not be averse to having the Jays trade for a big arm at the back of the bullpen. I'm not talking a complimentary piece. I was talking a guy like Kimbrell or something like yeah. that. I wouldn't mind if they do that. And I honestly, this, this is just me, I think they are going to make a move 
like that at some point during the season. I really do. I don't think the bullpen you see right now is the bullpen you are going to see at the end of the year. Even if Nate Pearson is in the bullpen, I still think they will add another arm. And I, But I don't think it's going to be a rental. Something tells me you're going to see the Jays do a baseball trade where they get somebody in who's got two, three, four years of control for one of their other young guys. You know, and, and I don't know, and, and maybe Kirk. Yeah, at some point, that's the type of deal I'm talking about. I think Jeff the caller nailed it. I, I think he is spot on when it comes to you. Look at what the Yankees rolled out there for four games. That that is it. When you're a contending team and trying to go deep in the playoffs, that for but me, if when you turn it over in the fifth inning, that's what it looks if like. If I'm not mistaken, a lot of those guys are guys who were starters in their organization and have been have been converted to relievers. Oh. And 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 listen, and the Jays. You know, the Jays have traded a certain amount of their pitching depth away in I'm, recent I'm years. I'm with you. I, I like their bullpen better than it was last year, but I'm with both Jeffs. I think that they have to find a swing and miss, if not two guys, that seventh inning you can come in and strike out three guys, not not have to put three ground balls outs. That's when later in seasons and guys get slower in the field and you get tired and, you know, you just don't move well side to side and up and back. You need a guy every once in a while that can say, I got you. Just stand there. You're not going to do anything. And right now they don't really have that. Romano, Romano's right is, is still getting his feet wet. I guess he's the guy. But everybody else, do you really trust doing that? Right now, not for me. You know, time it is. We'll squeeze it in before we go. It's time for Barker's Back Leg Bits. De lado, Kevin Baker. El envío saca batazo de fly profundo al bosque derecho, cuadrangular bestial para Kevin Baker. We said Barker's Bits, not Baker. Do you think the guy that does that, should we call him up and say, you know you got, it was a great call, but you got the dude's name wrong? No. Because everybody he called it. you Kevin he Baker. He thought he nailed it. All right. All which right. he did. Uh, Lane Johnson. Again, Barker's back leg bits. DM me. SN Jeff Blair. Hi, Jeff. Realistically, can the Jays extend Vlad? If so, does the total start with the five? I think it does. I've said it already. And I'm going to say it again. I, I said he's the best right-handed hitter in baseball. That Juan Soto guy said out loud that he thought when he signed, it's going to start with a five. He's the best left-handed hitter in baseball. Why shouldn't the best right-handed hitter start with a five? I'm not certain if it'll start with a five. I think it will depend on how much money Vladdy gets paid early in the extension. I'm going to make a bold prediction, though. I'm going to say that the Jays extend Vladdy at some point at some point before the end of spring training next year. Ooh. I'm going to say they extend. I, 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 I'm just, I'll go out on a limb and say, because I know that's that, a long limb. This, this, listen, this ownership spends money. Yeah, and yeah. they know what they got with Vladdy. And if this team goes to the playoffs and that place is jammed and they're getting a million plus on TV every night, I I think, I'm, I'm, don't ask me if they're going to extend, if they can do both Bo and Vladdy. I think by the end of spring training next year, you've got a big, big contract with Vladdy I, Jr. I, I think with what he makes off the field, that's going to be a tough sale. I think he makes endorsements and he, he make a, hey, make a, yeah, what's that got to do with? I, th- I just think, you know, he's making say 10 next year with what he makes off the field. That number's going to have to be big for him to sign. So I think your limb is, it's a big limb. I think they'll get, I think they'll get him signed. Like I said, don't ask me about the ability to get Bo and Vladdy both done, but I think they'll get Vladdy done by the end of spring training next year. Remember, I hope you're right. April 15th, no, April 16th, April 15th. 
Blair says they'll extend Vladdy by the end of spring training next year. That's it for us. Uh, Again, we'll be back Monday from 10 to noon. Blair and Barker, you can follow us uh, uh, wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, SN Jeff Blair. We will be doing Blue Jays talk tonight and Sunday. Blake Murphy takes you through Saturday. That's it for us. Have a great long weekend. See you Monday.